Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Garage Gym Experiment podcast, where we dive deep into the home gym scene. I'm Adam, and I'm joined by Jake, and we also have Kyle from Kaizen DIY Gym as our guest analyst tonight to go over some non-equipment interests, a couple of leg press options, and seeing if people think it's worth upgrading to a rackable curl bar. Kyle, what's yeah. going on, man? What's up, dude? Good to be back. Good to see you guys. Always good to have Kyle on. Cool. Let's jump into it. Uh, Jake, take us through those numbers. All right. Thank you, Adam. And I do think we have some surprising results this week. But let's start off with the non-equipment interest survey results. So last week we did non-essential gym equipment. The week before we did rack attachments. And then this week we have specifically not equipment that you might have within your gym to help you keep it clean or keep it warm, keep it entertaining, etc. So um, before I go into all of the levels that we broke them out to. I'll just, you can see on the screen here, if you're watching what they actually were. So we have leaf blower, upgraded lighting, shop fan, mini heater, TV, vacuum, dehumidifier, sound system, dry erase board, wall control, mirror, refrigerator, and a mop. All right, guys, before we dive into it, what do you think was the biggest loser? Ooh, biggest loser. I'd say dehumidifier because it's probably mostly people with basement gyms that would benefit from that. But just my guess. I don't know. Yeah, maybe a mop. That one just seems very dull to me. Like, yes, like <laughs> you could use it. But like if you're talking about level of interest, yeah. I don't see a lot of people are like, oh, hell yeah, mop. <laughs> yeah. High level of interest. All right. What about the winner? I think this one might be kind of easy. I'm going to say lighting just because of that list. That's my uh, thing that I am would be most interested in because I'm in like a dark dungeon-y basement. I think the lighting's pretty important. Yeah, you said it was easy and I'm struggling finding like okay. the glaringly okay. obvious one. I guess maybe something like, uh, maybe something like a mini heater. Um, oh, okay. So I, yeah, I was wrong. There. You guys did better on the lowest. So let's start with that. All right, so lowest level of interest. So we have we had three here that were below 20%. So the mop was the biggest loser. Only 11% had high interest in an actual mop. 13.5% dehumidifier, Kyle. So pretty nice. good yeah, guess there. And then refrigerator, only 18% were interested in a beer fridge or something like that. <laughs> um, Shocking. Yeah, that is kind of shocking, right? I love my refrigerator. I know, me too. It takes up some valuable space, and I've been really tempted to get rid of it, but it's still there right now. One other note I have here is, like, the mop was at the bottom, and it was uh, quite a bit lower than the vacuum or leaf blower that we had. Now let's move on to low-ish level of interest. So all of these had between 22% and 27%, actually, so relatively close. Adam, your mini heater guess was right here. So that wasn't really at the top of the list for a mini vacuum, wall control, and then TV. So I thought TV was a little low as well, uh, just at about 26%. Side note, there weren't a ton of neutral votes within the last three weeks at all, but the wall control had the most this week at around 8%. And I believe that might be the most of all of the last three weeks. So 
just kind of interesting um, there. Any feedback here for these relatively low-ish level of interest ones? I'd like to disagree with the two middle ones, vacuum and wall control. I just, uh, in my in my gym, I recently got a cordless vacuum and I use that little sucker like every single time I'm, I'm taking a rest break between sets, like I'm always vacuuming up little chunks of wood, dust, just stuff all over the place, like pet fur. I use it constantly. So yeah. I ranked that super high. And then uh, wall control too, I would just think that like, with storage as important as it is and you know people wanting to get stuff off the floor like wall control is really awesome for that and i just got like a huge order from wall control i'm about to like do a major upgrade to my storage in my in my gym so yeah i'm like super stoked about it so i i ranked that really high as well yeah i was also surprised by the the tv with you jake yeah and like the tv and the beer fridge are like one of my top two <laughs> non-equipment like high interest. I love even like while I'm working out, like if, if I've already done like my major workout and like I put the kids to sleep and I had like my wife's at work, she works nights. I love coming down here, just doing like arms or something, turning on uh, a show and like drinking a couple beers. It's like the perfect place to hang out. And so those are like my top two. I'm very disappointed to see them so low. But I know I'm the same way with the TV on. I don't really turn it on on the weekdays, but Saturdays and Sundays, I'll have the garage TV going on all day. And uh, it's just nice to come out and hang out. And like, honestly, the whole family comes out and hangs out. So it's nice to have that TV there. Yeah. So shocking there. And then wall control too. It's really popular, at least within the most like passionate of home gym owners. It seems like just about everybody has a wall control setup. So that was kind of surprising as well. Moving on to medium level of interest. So these had between 30 and 40% high interest votes. So the dry erase board was at 31%. Leaf blower quite a bit ahead of the vacuum and mop at about 37%. And then mirror 38%. What do you guys think here? These, yeah, these all make total sense for like a medium level of interest for me. Um, yeah, it's nothing like really exciting, but they, they all seem like, uh, necessities like a leaf blower in the basement prop. No, um, <laughs> but most garage right. lifters, I could see that being like a, a really important thing. So. Yeah. Yeah. My workshop, my wood, uh, woodworking shop is in the garage and I'm using my leaf blower out there constantly. So like if that was my gym, I would have ranked this super high, but in the basement, yeah, it's just going to be blowing around in circles, all the leaves or whatever dust. So it doesn't do us much good. Yeah, I think if you knew everybody was in the garage, the leaf blower would definitely be the winner. I personally yeah. use it like every day because the garage doors open so much that things are always just kind of coming in. And yeah, just dust accumulates and and it's easy to use. You can just in and out in a couple of minutes if you right. uh, keep doing it every day. Mirror, Adam, if you had to do it again, would you do the mirror? Would you say it's worth it for you? It ranks as a medium level of interest because I love having the mirror, but I could live without it. I'm at a point now with my gym, like if I didn't have it, I'd probably invest in one. But like as I was building it, it wasn't like a high priority. I stumbled across it like on um like marketplace. Someone was like, I think they're giving away for free or I paid like five bucks or, or something. And it ended up being way bigger than I thought. And I love having a mirror in here. Got Jake, it. You, don't, it... you don't have any mirrors in your gym, do you? No, I don't. It w I would have to take something off the wall yeah. and replace it with the mirror. 
And that's what I was going to ask Adam. Do you see yourself replacing it with something that would go on a wall? No. And it's just because it sits in between a piece of equipment that like I would never put anything else in there. So I have my um, wall mounted pull-up bar and it fits right in between it perfectly. And I probably wouldn't hang equipment in between it. So Okay. Makes sense. All right. And then moving on to highest level of interest. So the sound system was the relatively easy winner with about 47%. Um, maybe because you guys are both basement gym and you realize if the music is blasting, then it's probably going into the entire house. Yeah. Um, maybe that's why that wasn't off the top of your head. But yeah, that was relatively easy. Winner with about 47% saying high interest. Upgraded lighting was just behind at 42%. And then a shop fan, I thought 41% high interest is, was pretty high. So I think that would be something that is a little bit lower on my list. What do you do Thoughts? to keep cool in the summer, Jake? Oh man, I love the heat in the summer. What? That's crazy, I love bro. It. It's humid out here. What are you talking about? I know. I, I think I just know that it's probably like only a few months of the year. Mm-hmm. So I just try and embrace it. And I have done so many cold workouts in the garage over the past years that I think I just, I just appreciate it. And I, I just like the hot weather because it's easier to warm up and sure, you know, it's, that's just my jam. That's crazy, man. I have fans in my gym. I have fans in my garage. Like I like to be at a comfortable temperature so I can focus on working out. So I rank this shop fan high. Mm, I will say so last summer, was my first summer that I was doing garage gym experiment full time. Mm -hmm. And I like, before I got super hot, I had set up where I am right now, the desk in the corner, you know, with multiple monitors and just like a good workstation. I was like, I'm just going to spend out here all day, every day and work and work out. And I thought it was going to be awesome, but it got way too hot to work. (laughs) So like I ended up moving back into the the basement to like work mm-hmm. like the nine to five kind of hours but yeah like during the workout i i appreciate just coming out here getting warmed up quick and having a sweaty workout what about you adam you have a fan i don't have a fan and even like when i use the fan bike down here like collects a lot of like dust in the basement and i don't know my kids tracking stuff in so it, like just uh, blows yeah. everything around yeah, and so yeah. like if i plugged in a fan i would just be like pushing chalk and everything in my face and so that's true yeah no yeah. and um you know being in the basement it's it's chilly in the summer and it's like the perfect temperature in the winter and there really is no need for a fan in, in my situation but yeah. when I had my garage gym, when I was living in the Carolinas, like a fan was like top priority for sure. A shop fan would have been up there, but in my current setup, like it's just not something I need. All right, let's move on to what is the best item you've purchased for the home gym that is not gym equipment. This was our Sunday survey. I'll pull this up on my end and just read some of the top answers. A lot of people mentioned their flooring, so a little bit different than our Sunday survey, but People just mentioned that flooring was at the top of their list. Uh, Wall control was mentioned for storage. A lot of people mentioned specific heating or cooling systems. So like like a mini split heat or air. Um, A lot of people mentioned um, 
insulation, like just the things that they've done to their home gym has helped them out a lot. Industrial fan, wood platform, fridge, whiteboard and rubber flooring, horse stall mats, dehumidifier. So there's really not like one answer that was the top answer, but I would say the kind of the themes were flooring and then things to control the environment or the weather, I should say, were kind of the big ones that seemed to uh, catch my eye. What do you guys think? I agree. That makes sense. It's hard to argue with the flooring being voted super high just because once all the the equipment is set, like the flooring is super duper important. And I know because you came over to my house when I had like my crazy, awful mismatched flooring and stuff. And now that it's all consistent, it's so, so nice. But I mean, what goes along with that is nice lighting too. I mean, those two together, top and bottom, and you're sandwiched in the middle when they're both like on lock. Oh man, the whole environment is so much nicer. Kyle, what's your, uh, what's your best? Would you say, would you, would you say that it's flooring and lights in your current situation? If I got to choose two, yes, I would say flooring and lighting. Having to choose between one of those would be like asking me what my favorite kid is. Uh, I have two. <laughs> I can't. I can't give you a favorite, man. It's too hard. I had the lighting before I had the flooring, but I didn't realize how much my other flooring sucked until I got my new flooring. And then it was just like, man, I should have done this two years ago. It just makes such a huge difference. I'm not tripping on stuff, like rolling my bench around and things were different levels. My deadlift platform was, you know, higher than everything else. It was just, it was, it was a terrible experience. And this is so smooth, so nice. Yeah. So those two. And then what comes in a solid third is my cordless vacuum, man. I love that thing. I use it. I swear I use it every single day and I love it so much. I started using it like around my house just to, because it's so convenient to have a vacuum without a cable attached to it. So by far my, my third favorite. What uh, size are we talking about for a cordless vacuum? Is it like a mini? Is it something it's, you can hold with your hand or is it? So it's like this big um, with the uh, like to cham the chamber and everything. So what is that? Like 10 inches, a foot. Um, and then there are attachments. So it can be really short. Like the short attachment is what I use most of the time. And I just vacuum up little pieces. But it has like a full-on vacuum with like a brush head that you can roll on the ground too. Um, and like an extender piece so you can get up in the corners. Like it's it's pretty versatile. I think it was like 150 bucks. So kind of pricey for a gym piece that I'm not actually lifting with, but with as much as I use it in the gym and around the house, totally worth it, man. Yeah. My, my, uh, best home purchases, I already mentioned them, but it's the TV and the beer fridge. It just turned it into <laughs> a place. <laughs> it's like, it's my favorite hangout now. Like it's my favorite part of the house where like, even if I'm not working out, I love to just like come down here and, and, and chill. Like, uh, it really evolved the space for me. And then I have to say, like, since I already mentioned those, I can throw another one out there. You know, there's cinder block all around me being in the basement. And so dropping in a wall and then putting in my own outlets and lighting and switches and stuff like that was a pretty big move that made it feel more like a gym, less like a dungeon. Yeah. For me, the purchase that I've made that I appreciated the most ever since I started the home gym was better flooring. And I've mentioned this on the podcast before. So 
I'll go with that. And then uh, I have to say the leaf blower, man, because I, I do use that just about every single day. And it uh, it's just it's kind of fun to use as well. <laughs> nice. So, the, yeah, that's uh, I think that'll wrap it up for uh, that section. Let's move on. We've got a, just a few more kind of which one would you choose questions that we ask the community. So number one, which leg press are you going to use? It's a picture of a couple of Force USA leg press options, which these are probably two of the best leg press options and prices that you'll find for a home gym. So it's either the leg press slash hack squat combo. That is the larger option in this picture. And then also the compact leg press. So like, it looks like it's like half the size. The first one is a very good looking machine and it does have a little bit more versatility because you can use it as a hack squat or leg press. And 83% ended up choosing that, which honestly, considering most people just at the top of their mind is saving space. I'm surprised that people went with A. I personally have used both and really like using the compact leg press. Probably not quite as much as A, but considering the amount of space it saves. And like, I'm not the type of person that's looking to like max out my leg press or even want to with the amount of work that it takes to get to that level, I would go B. So Adam, I know you've used both as well. And Kyle, you have had a leg press in your home gym. I have owned um, both, not from Force USA, but I've owned both of those. And right. yeah, my, my personal preference would be the more compact version as well for the reasons that you explained. I had the, the combo machine in my basement First of all, it was such a pain to get down to the basement and to assemble, <laughs> but then like the weight sleeves stick out super far. Like the machine is just huge. And I think a lot of people are drawn to it because of the dual functionality of being able to leg press and hack squat with it. But when it boils down to it, like it does take time to switch between exercises. And so I tended to just leave it set up to do hack squats and only did hack squats with it, or I would leave it to set uh, leave it set up to do leg press and only do leg press. I wasn't going back and forth. So for that reason, I know that, you know, the other one, you don't have to do anything once it's set up, it's ready to go. And it looks like you can do uh, calf raises or, you know, something else with it. So I would go with that. If they made a more compact version, so the weight sleeves don't stick out so far, I think that that would be like the killer combo. But as it is, B is like definitely my choice. Yeah, I remember having the conversation with you, Jake, when we used both, and, and the clear answer to the for both of us was was B. It was smooth, it was easy to get into, the movement felt great. As compact as it is, it would be perfect for a home gym. I personally don't like hack squats. They put a lot of pressure on my knees. It just doesn't feel good. It's an exercise I don't enjoy, so I don't do them, um, and that definitely helps my decision. Uh, just choosing B, but even if it was like a, a leg press, like, yeah, B's just way more compact. It's, it was a great machine. I makes like sense. It. Yeah, that makes sense. I currently have a hack squat, uh, leg press combo in my garage and I bought it with a bunch of other stuff. I sold everything else and I'm basically like broke even, so I don't have to sell it. I could keep it and it would basically be free. I haven't put it together. I haven't brought it <sighs> down to the basement and I haven't like 
tried to list it on Marketplace yet because I'm still like, oh, I'm kind of torn. Like I miss having a dedicated leg machine, but I also like the space is just, it's humongous. So yeah, I'm still kind of on the fence about what I want to do with it. What brand is it? Honestly, there are no brand markings on it. I got it at like an estate sale, mm. that with like a ton of other stuff. And the people didn't even know what they were selling. They said they it was like sitting in this house for like 20 years. So it's like old <sighs> school, but it's solid, like, you know, right. made from, you know, 11 gauge steel or whatever, like super solid equipment made 20, 30 years ago and everything looks like it was well taken care of. So I'm sure like it would be a nice machine or it will be nice when I put it all together. I just don't know if I, I want to dedicate the space to it just yet. Yeah. Or the time, like you mentioned. Right. Well, we went three for three with the compact, but usually when we do these, which one kind of scenarios, you rarely see anything that wins by this amount of margin. So I thought that was relatively surprising. And then I'd, I'd be curious. Oh, go ahead. I'd be curious, like to the people, the 83% that ans answered that question, are they owners of one and they're just like super stoked with their uh, leg press hack squat? Or are they people who, who haven't owned one and they're interested, but they've never actually tried it before? Because I feel like once you have it and you use it and you experience it, that may change the calculus a little bit. Right. I would say these are likely people that have tried neither. Mm -hmm. So, right. or they, they used the larger one in their commercial gym and really liked it. Yeah. So that would be my guess. And then, you know, there's probably a lot of these people who would never consider either, but still big blowout. Lastly, so is it worth the price to upgrade to a rackable curl bar rather than just having a traditional curl bar? We didn't specify the actual price difference, but you're typically going to be paying between 35 and $50 extra, maybe even more, um, just depending on the brand. But with that, only 42% said yes, in terms of paying the, the extra dollars to make sure it is rackable. Adam, this is your picture. You've used both recently. I'd love to hear, first of all, does that 42% surprise you? And then what are your overall thoughts? Yeah, I'm super surprised by that. I thought it would be an overwhelming yes. The rackable curl bar was um, the easy choice for me. I used to have a like a preacher curl bench. And if, if you have like a station that you would use like an easy curl bar, then that would make sense to go with the, the smaller one. But if you don't have something like that, I I don't know about you guys, but like Loading an easy bar, like either on the floor or doing that balancing act on your bench where you put in half, like the weight on one side and you hold it down so it doesn't tip on you and you throw the weight on the other side. Like it's annoying. And then if you do something like a skull crusher, which I enjoy that movement. So I do, I do those quite a bit, you know, loading it on the ground, throwing it up to your chest, extending it up and then getting into the movement. Whereas like if you have a rackable curl bar, I just put my bench back up to it. Um, I, I take it right off my Jacobs and I'm, I'm doing skull crushers. And I didn't realize that the, the prices were, were so similar until like I, I really started looking around and it's, I think on average, yeah, it was like 40, $50 like extra, which if, when you're bringing a bar into your space, that's, it's not a big difference. So mm -hmm. I was very surprised. I thought the rackable curl bar is the easy winner. 
Yeah, that's interesting. I voted uh, no when I took the survey. I didn't think it was worth the price difference. I just assumed that it was like a hundred, maybe a hundred and fifty dollars difference. If the price is really like that low, I feel like it might be. I've also never used one, so I've never seen the benefits firsthand. But hearing you, Adam, talk about it, it's like, damn, dude, that would actually be pretty nice. And for like thirty-five bucks, I would definitely pay a little extra for the convenience. I would say that I definitely agree with Adam. The price difference is not enough for me to even really consider a non-rackable one. You know, just having the experience of using both and having the rackable one be able to, you know, rack it so that you can use for skull crushers or even grab for curls or rows or close grip bench as well, just from the actual rack is really convenient. And then also like once you have to load a traditional curl bar after you've loaded a rackable curl bar from the rack, you really appreciate the difference because that'll save you some time and energy. So definitely think the rackable curl bar upgrade is worth it. And for example, like the Titan curl bars, are solid. They'll really do the job, especially at the price. So definitely recommend those. The rep ones too are a little bit higher quality, a little bit higher price. So rep or Titan both have really high value curl bars. That is like the price difference, like the $35 price differences. Quick follow up to that. Is like what is just out of curiosity because I haven't looked them up. What what are the prices for those? Like what does the Titan version run and what does the Rep version run? Obviously, you can get different finishes and things like that. So like you can buy like um, stainless steel curl bars and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. so like for example, a Rogue Easy Curl Bar is going to be two hundred and five dollars, like with shipping, and then a Rogue like an Eco Rackable Curl Bar is two sixty five. So there's a $60 difference there. A rep easy curl bar is going to be a 150 bucks. And then their rackable curl bar is going to be $199. So $40 difference. And then the Titan, their easy curl bar is $90. And then their rackable curl bar is $119. So a what $29 difference. Hmm. Not bad, man. Yeah, yeah. And that Titan Easy Curl Bar is actually on sale. So right now it's actually a $35 difference. So there you go. Go get your one. I have to do that after this uh, After this is over. Yeah, I think like once you realize that maybe not enough people realize the price difference wasn't as high as it was, but I definitely think more than 42% should have been there. You don't want to like say... Uh, th- they should have voted this way, but I think this one and the the Lake Press one we discussed, if more people would have had the ability to use both or maybe check the price as well, the results may have been a little different. But. Yeah, I agree with you, man. If like, if I had had experience, prior experience with the Rackable Curl Bar, I'd probably gone the other way or, you know, had a little more information about it. Yeah. Yeah. Before I would ever have put my hands on a rackable curl bar and I was just like purchasing a curl bar. I, I mean, honestly, I would probably be like, Oh, I'll just save the 40, 50 bucks and I'll just get an easy curl bar. Yeah. But now that I've had and have used a rackable curl bar, like it's far superior. Like 
I think I think it's an easy move. But again, like you said, Jake, I've you've I've used both, and I think that really would affect um, the polling. But which one do you have, Adam? I have the Titan one. Okay. Um, easy curl bar is just like a Chrome easy curl bar from like Amazon, but yeah. I've got a couple uh, curl bars that I've gotten through the the process of buying and selling stuff. One's a, a Fat Grip and one's a Ham- Hampton, which is actually pretty nice. But after this conversation, I'm like, damn, I could probably sell both of those and uh, like pay for a new bar. So yeah. I might do that. There you go. All right. That's going to do it for uh, survey results. Well, that's going to do it for us. Did you like tonight's episode? Be sure to keep your eye out for new episode releases wherever you listen to podcasts. Stay involved in our social media sites by following Garage Gym Experiment and taking part in our Sunday surveys on Instagram so that you can be a part of the conversation. Like, follow, subscribe to the channel on YouTube and get involved in our website for all your home gym content needs. Jake, anything else? Nope. All right, we're done. Bye.